hoping that we will reach those pearly gates. But it is not because he didn't remember you. The question is, do you remember him? He wants you to reach those pearly gates. But you have to decide, do you want to go? Today I want to talk to you about as sure as we can. What we're talking about is the resurrection. The resurrection is always under scrutiny. It's been under scrutiny since the day Jesus died. And it continues to stay under scrutiny. As a matter of fact, if you spend time talking to people about the resurrection, then you would realize how they really believe. The resurrection should be the authority or the badge of honor of the Christian. Because without the resurrection, there is no Christian. Without the resurrection, our beliefs are in vain. Because if he died on that old rugged cross and they placed him in the tomb, and if he didn't get up, then he was no better than you or me. So the resurrection is always under scrutiny. But it seems as sure as you can, you should be able to tell somebody what Jesus had done. Because see, in Matthew, and if he was here earlier this morning, I thought he was going to steal my sermon. Because he did talk about what we need to understand is what we are now doing is the same thing we do with Christmas. Do we come for the resurrection or we do we come for Easter? Come on, Pastor. Come on. Is it about him rising or is it about the money hopping? Shine a light on it. In Matthew, I'll be back with the money now. <laughs> Matthew 27, starting in 62. Out of the New American Standard, it tells us. Now, on the next day, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered together with Pilate. And they said, Sir, remember when he was still alive, the deceiver said, After three days, I'll rise again. Therefore, give an order for the grave to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, the disciples may come and steal him away. Say to the people, he has risen from the dead. And the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, 
have a dollar, go and make as sure, as secure as you know how. And they went and secured the grave. Along with a guard, they set a seal on the stone. After the Sabbath. As they began toward dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the grave. And behold, a severe earthquake. Not one of them normal ones that you get in Kansas. I'm talking about an Alaskan earthquake. <laughs> Had occurred for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning and his clothes was white as snow. A guard shook for fear of him and became like a dead man. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know what you're looking for. Jesus, who was crucified, he is not here, for he is risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he was lying. Go quickly and tell his chump, I mean disciples, that he, that he had risen from the dead. And behold, he's going ahead and go ahead to you in Galilee, and you will see him there. Behold, I have told you. And they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, and ran report to the disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and greeted them, and they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go and take the word to my brethren to leave Galilee, and they shall be with me. Now, while they were on the way, some of the guards into the city reported to the chief priests all that happened. And when they were assembled, the elders consulted together and they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers and said, you are to say, his disciples came that night and stole him away while he was while asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ear, we'll win him over and keep you out of trouble. And they took the money and did as they was instructed. And this story was widely spread among the Jews and is still to this day. Amen. I really don't have to say nothing because the scriptures spoke for themselves. But when you look at the account of Matthew, the first attempt to get rid of the resurrection was already in motion as soon as they put him in the tomb. Amen. The religious leaders remembered what Jesus had said about being raised on the third day. Now, watch what I'm about to say. They were so in tune to his words that they remembered what he said, that the disciples had forgotten. They was willing to make sure that Jesus' resurrection never took place. They got to with Pilate and coerced him 
into denying the resurrection of Christ. They told them how they need to secure the tomb to make sure nothing comes out. They wanted to make sure that nobody can say that, that Jesus rose because of an empty tomb. They said, give us something to ensure that Jesus doesn't come out. Have you ever been to somebody's grave that's important? In my travels, I've seen important people's graves. If you go to Washington and visit John Kennedy's grave, you will see some examples of what's being described today. If you go to Springfield, Illinois, and you go to Abe Lincoln's grave, you will see some examples of what's going on and what they was trying to do with Jesus. When you go to an important person's grave or a president's grave, if you notice about their grave, they make sure that nobody can touch the grave. They make sure that you want to just observe it at a distance. They're going to make sure that nobody can get in and tamper what's already there. And if you know anything about it, not only is the grave in a vault, but they also ensure that the person, that the president that's in it, is get, stays in it. They cover it with a marble stone to make sure that nobody can lift it out and pull him out and do anything to the body. Then they drape it off and make you look at it from a distance so that you can't go and disturb the president's grave. But not only will they do that, they'll put guards around the grave to make sure you don't get crazy and want to run and cry on John Kennedy's grave. He see, they're going to secure it enough that there's no doubt that the person that's there is going to stay there. But that's what they tried to do with Jesus. They tried to secure the tomb enough that nobody could come in and disturb the grave. Listen to the historical facts about his grave. The cave tombs were closed with a rolling huge cartwheel-like stone in the front of the entrance. They were almost impossible to move. A deep slanted groove was, screwed, was, was carved into this rock. Then once it rolled into place, then it stuck into the wedge that it was supposed to be in so that it could not sway or move anymore. It took so much precaution that they wanted to make sure that nobody would go in and be able to rob the grave of Jesus. And then, not only did they secure it, they took the huge stone and cemented it against the wall of the grave and binding it to be made sure it was fastened on all sides. So not only did they want to do that with the hardened clay and wax substance, they also made sure that they tied the grave 
with some ropes to ensure that nobody or no regiment could come and move the stone. And to take further precaution, they assigned a large number of men around his grave site. And they wanted to make sure that nobody was able to come back and take his body to declare that the resurrection had taken place. Then they wanted to make sure that the, that they wanted to make sure that no one could come, but they also didn't realize what was coming from. Don't you know that when Jesus went into the zoom, he wasn't worried about coming out the front door. Don't you know when Jesus went in the tomb, he wasn't worried about how you sealed the tomb. Don't you know when Jesus went in the tomb, Jesus was doing the work that he had to do inside the tomb. So when the work was done and Jesus had completed it, Jesus wasn't worried about coming out the tomb. Because Jesus, when it was time to go, had risen above the tomb. And a seal was still there. And he had already got up and he walked through the flat, through the dirt, and on the cave of the tomb. By the time Mary and them got to the tomb, don't you know the earthquake was not to keep Jesus out, but to let Mary and them in? Because you had to have a witness to what done happened. He got up long before the earthquake got there. But he had to give them a human witness. So when the earth shook, the stone rolled away. It wasn't because he was in it. It's because he wanted them to come in. The angel was sitting there telling them that Jesus you look for. It's already headed toward Galilee. He's not here. He's already risen. And if you don't believe me, I don't know why you wouldn't believe an angel sitting there. But some of us is hard-headed. Some of us don't want to believe that God can send a sign to you and you still don't believe. But this angel was bold enough to say, come on in and look for yourself because he is not here. He came and they looked but the soldiers that was there with the earthquake they were so scared that anybody that been in the military know there was something go wrong on your duty on your watch. You scared of what the commanders and the bosses is going to do. These soldiers when they saw the earthquake Notice they didn't see Jesus ride. They just saw an empty tomb. And they ran back and told them what had happened. And they said to them, we got to come up with a new story. Because the first story is not going to work. So to keep your mouth shut. I'm talking about church folk now. To keep your mouth shut. What the world has done to you now. You think it's only about them, but to keep your mouth shut so that you don't declare the resurrection of Christ, the government, the schools, and everything in your life.
Bible says you can enjoy and believe in Jesus, but don't you say nothing. Now I'm going to take your patient. I'm going to take your child. I'm going to come at you if you declare Jesus in your life. Many of us will close our mouths to make sure the paycheck comes. Because you think you ain't taking a bribe. But I don't know what you call it. Because the bribe is closing your mouth about telling the truth about something. And the world is steady telling us, don't you tell the truth about nothing. But as sure as you can, you don't have to declare through your voice. You can declare through your actions that somebody sees Jesus in your life. That's why he said, if you act the way I tell you to act, and if you do what I tell you to do, no one can come against you. They can't accuse you of declaring Jesus because you act like Jesus. They can't do nothing to you when you be like Jesus. They can't say that you said it. All they can say is you act like it. And there is no one that can come against you. But today, the way we trying to stop the resurrection is we done change the term. See, the problem with words is they have meaning. So since they can't unleash attack on you, on your job, they wait up, do it now. It's a chain, the whole meaning. And today, this third most popular holiday, not holy day, holiday in the country today is now Easter. It used to be Christmas, Easter, Halloween, but Satan done moved that on up over Easter, and it's on its way to take over Christmas. See, what we done said is, what we done allowed to happen is, we just rather deny the resurrection and admit that it's called Easter and say that it's okay. But let me tell you a few things about Easter. The basket that you's gonna say, the children that you wanna dress up, the things that you want to do when you come to grandma's house and you declare it Easter, Easter doesn't replace the word that all of Christianity should be based on. It's not based on Easter, it's based on the resurrection. And if you're a child of God, it is the resurrection. See, Rolla. Make no money, sell more candy, buy more toys, have nice suits. I'll take mine off and let you see a nice suit. But it ain't about the nice suits and it's not about the candy. The reason why I don't mind wearing a nice suit because Jesus got up in a brand new suit and he rose that day. Is the resurrection being denied? No, but is it being obscured? Yes. And the reason why it's being obscured is because God, does what Satan knows this, if I can't get him to not admit, not to deny the resurrection, what I can get him to do is close their mouth 
and use other terms that don't mean what the resurrection means, and then it loses its value in their life. All right. That's why during this week, some of the schools are still practicing, but our school districts don't practice it no more. They don't want to call it Good Friday. They don't want to call it Holy Days. Instead, they call it Easter and turn a holy day into a holiday. And we want the holiday, the hell with the holy day. Because we want to have the three days off instead of worrying about do we have a resurrected life with Christ. See, instead of taking three days and getting Jesus, we want three days to hang out with one another. But let me tell you, when I get through, I hope these days start to help you understand something. Because once you take holiness out today, you done took Jesus out of his day. And he didn't die for you to take him out. He died so you can put him in. One of the myths today, and I pray for my people, my young people today, because they have been bombarded with new philosophy, with new thoughts, and new things to try to denounce what Jesus done done. They are being bombarded with new thought, with new ways of accepting things. But don't you know, it is through the authority of Christ that your main purpose sits in the resurrection. Don't you know by him conquering death that you no longer have to worry about death? Now let me give you your falseness about things. One of the things about young folk today, when I talk to them and deal with them, well, I'm not scared to die. And I look at them and say, do you have Jesus in your life? And they'll say, no, I don't need no Jesus. But I'm not scared to die. But what they don't know is what you pronounce, what you don't need, you all renegade. And what they don't know, that even though you didn't die in the body, you done died in the soul. But thank God, the God of grace and mercy that came into this world when he comes to you and me. He said, I am here to give you who you are. I rose because this is a temporary state. I rose because you're not going to be here forever. I rose because you're going to one day depart this world and you need another place to go. I rose to show you on the other side that there is life after death. I rose to let you know that when you die, that you're not coming back here. You're going somewhere else. I rose to let you know that the heavens that you worship will one day go dissolve. And I rose to let you know that there's going to be a new
that life and life more abundantly is already here. I rose who I am and I became to give you life. I rose that no matter what you do, how you commercialize it, how you Besides 
That's how much I love you. Because I'm going to destroy everything that I create. But I don't have to destroy you. And when I come, I'm going to wash away everything that's in your life. See, some of us love science. That's all right. But if science makes you worship other than him, that's what you're going to get rid of. A lot of us love the things that we do. But whatever it is, he's going to get rid of it. The resurrection is about a new life. A resurrection is about a new walk. A resurrection is about a new tongue. The resurrection is about new you. A resurrection is about what you don't know. Because Jesus said the old things is going to pass away and the new you is going to come into existence. Once you learn that you've been risen with the glory of God and like them little kids was doing, I hope you know they stretched out their hands and then they did a lot of something. Then they closed their hands and they did something that you need to know that inside of you they had all Eternal life. 
And he went back to be who he's supposed to be. Let me help you. When you learn to go through your struggles, you on your way back to becoming who you supposed to be. Because the struggles forces you to live a resurrected life and trust in Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.